Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile, stop a while. Come back with that catchy smile Come back, baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna All right, welcome to the podcast, Ben Offie. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. What a great punk, we never Thanks. say that. What a great punk, we never say the name of the podcast. We never say we? the catchphrase. The first two episodes we said it and that was it. Yeah. Mm. Wait, what's the catchphrase? What no, a great just punk. the name of the pod. It's called What a Great Punk. Oh, okay. But yeah. you can say it about the person too. Like, you can go, um, Martha, what a great punk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> no one's ever called me a punk. I like that. Yeah. Haven't they? You're punk as fuck. You are punk uh, as fuck. I think I'm a little too... Um, Pop. I don't know. There's too much <laughs> wiggle in me. I feel like I, I've, I'm like... I'm a bit pop music mixed with the Wiggles, which makes me not very punk. I don't see any Wiggles in you. Where's the Wiggles coming from? I I make sound effects, like really annoying sound effects that my friends have no time for. Like, (laughs) yeah, like really dorky, like the kid who's trying to be the class clown in like year six, five, and I've never shaken it. And it mm. brings a wiggle vibe. Okay. I'd just say um, you, you lead quite a um, punk lifestyle. Obviously, we're like loosening the the uh, parameters yeah. on what you call a punk, right? Yeah. You don't considering have a she's wearing shirt, right? a, yeah. a, Considering a she's wearing a, a green T-shirt that says, what's the buzz? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> what's the buzz? Is that a what's the um, buzz? Jesus Christ superstar reference? I don't even know. See, um, every year we have a tradition, which, to be honest, I normally hate, but my sister's the only one who nails it, where for Christmas you have to give people something that's homemade. Like, it's supposed to be to keep it cheap, but it just means you get really shit presents. Um, Some people do it well, but some people don't. Oh, God, my family are going to listen to this. This was That was a bad idea. But (laughs) Hazel always nails it. Martha's family. <laughs> she tie-dyed this t-shirt for me that says what's the buzz on it. She likes to find. She oh. also made me this t-shirt. This isn't that interesting, but maybe it is. I'm going to say yeah. it anyway. Yeah, say it. She made me this t-shirt which I wear all the time and everyone thinks it's like Eckhart Slada. And it's like this green t-shirt where she cut out flags out of her kids' old undies and stuck it all over it, but like Disney undies. Wow. And it's a hit. It's such a hit and it's like... These are used oh. undies on a T-shirt. <laughs> used kids' undies. Yeah, they're pilling. And it was like, you know, kids. Pilling. A kid must have been very new to wearing undies, so they've all, like, he's probably shat his pants in every single one of the undies that yeah. I'm wearing. Or pissed in them. But that's lucky, pretty punk. Yeah. That's punk as. I'm shitty, wearing fucking punk shit, as. shit on your shirt. That's shit all over my fun. fucking yeah. shirt, mate. I got shit on my shirt. Yeah. It's pretty punk how tired um, 
Jamie looks today. <laughs> oh, that's so savage. Oh, my God. Was like Jamie a, is 11 a.m. a tough hour for you. That was my – that is my – you've just cut, taken my head off with a samurai sword. Yeah. That's what you've done. <laughs> you got to watch her. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, look, it, it's – you're not wrong, actually. I don't know what that's about. I've been sleeping – like, I went to bed at 11, but I woke up at, like, 10 and – um. Yeah, I'm that's tired. Too long. I think I think that's I got, too long to sleep. Yeah, it's probably too long. Also, like I got um a bit like drunk on Friday night, so I felt like a bit hungover on Saturday. And I guess it just takes a little longer to recover from that. Mm. You know, like you're, you're really still tired fucking two days up. Later. This, you're fucking up your punk narrative right now. Am I? <laughs> I'm so oh, tired because I slept for 11 hours and I drank two nights ago, and it's yeah. <laughs> really fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I you as you know, I drink very rarely, so I yeah. would be the same. Yeah, I think it just like it takes a little longer to recover from, maybe in terms yeah. of tiredness. But yeah, my eyes do—they look like piss holes in the snow. That's what my dad used to say. <laughs> I like that. It's good, isn't it? Do you like that? Mm. You look fresh to me, but that's just because you might have like your hair's slicked back. Oh yeah. Because compared to the pods last weekend where you had your Gold Coast energy going on. I had huge was, Gold yeah. Coast energy last weekend. <laughs> You've got Melbourne energy back and it's nice. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to be a bit tired. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I'm really, uh, I think you're lucky to have, like, it, it sounds like the, some of the Christmas presents you get, Martha, are really bespoke and fashionable items that don't cost much and they come directly from your family's heart. So, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, it is good. I think the actual reason, all the presents I get are great. I just suck at making shit. So, for mm. me, I end up giving shit presents or I break the rules and then I get in trouble for, like, giving someone a bought present. So, I like to go broke on Christmas. I like to go all out and Do buy, you? like, stupid things for people. Yeah. Um. Because there's nothing more satisfying than being like, oh, my God, you're going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't go down that way. It goes down like, how dare you? I yes, made you a present much, and then yeah. you've made me feel really awkward by giving you, giving me X, Y, Z. And I'm like, yeah, oh, fucked it again. Airpods. Yeah. yeah. Airpods. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. So, what, so, what's been in, happening with you, Martha? I, I, you're about to um, move back to that city that we all just love so much. Mm. Yeah. Uh, AKA Los Angeles. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's where I'm going. When do you week. go next week? A week? Yeah, I go in a week. Um, and How do you yeah, feel about that? To be honest, excited? I no. think I've been, I am excited. I think I've been pretending that I'm only excited, but I'm also like shitting myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it's like this life I left two years ago with like a fucking carry on suitcase. Yeah. And I feel like there's this time capsule back there that might fuck me up quite a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit nervous to go back and be it's like, It's probably oh, scattered yeah. to the wind. Well, it's all in people's garages. And right. also, in the time that I've been gone, I've done virtually nothing. I've been sitting around in my pyjamas smoking vapes all day and all my friends have become quite <laughs> famous. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over as like this loser who did nothing during the pandemic and everyone hustled over there. You released a fucking album. I don't even album. know. Oh, yeah, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Albums are a lot of work. I also think you think they're the most important thing in the world. Yes. Yeah, and other people are like, 
yeah, I saw that poster. It was a cool poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. I've been meaning to. Yeah, I've been, I have been exactly. meaning to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going well. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. Yeah. Exactly. Know, um, do you know my? I had an um, acting agent years ago. I still do, but a different acting agent years ago. And, I still um, do. She was a bit of a psycho. I've spoken about her on pod before. Yeah. But one time she goes, I was like, I think I'd just done a job and was keen, you know, like, oh, maybe you could introduce me to some American reps or whatever because they have good contacts. And she was like, mm, no, um, <laughs> sweetie, it's it, no. Okay. So, you know, um, <laughs> and then she, she proceeded to describe me as she went, you're, you're, you're a... You're a, and she was like doing this with her no. fingers, making a really small thing. And she goes like squeezing an ant. Yeah, like squeezing an ant. Yeah, and she goes, "You're a." And I went a blip on the radar. And she goes, no, not, <laughs> not even, even a blip. blip yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm she so glad you fired her. Yeah, she. Got I hope fired. she listens to this. I hope she yeah. listens to this, and is like, oh "Yep, I fucked that." He went on clickbait. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. not even a blip until now, they're that. no no longer and. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was a good callback. Tina Stubby tonight. Check it out. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, you were more, way more than the blip. Let's get this that straight. Bit, and bit more than a blip. You're more than a blip. <laughs> I, 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 blip would have been okay. You're blip or above. Yeah. yeah. You were a teen superstar. I hope people yeah. know that on this yeah. show. I know that. They must, because I see, I see the um, the shots going up on Instagram every now yeah. and then. Oh, still every famous, absolute um, superstar. I watched crazy. that show. Wouldn't Didn't even know it was you. You watched it. Everyone back then, had a crush on. Yes, and everyone had a crush on you. Oh, you were no. the, you were the teen heartthrob. <laughs> nah, <laughs> who was nah, the heartthrob? You must have been watching a different show. Burgess. Burgess. Yeah, Burgess was the heartthrob. And Gus was the. I was the heart. Mama bear, stop. and you were the baby bear. <laughs> yeah, I was the fucking. I was the seedy guy that everyone uh, thought oh, was disgusting the heart and was always trying I to wish get I'd known that. I thought, I thought I'd never bring this up, but this is the perfect time to bring it up on a mm. podcast to embarrass mm. us both and mm. everyone involved. But mm. me and Jamie have never discussed the fact that we matched on Raya before we met. Oh. That is true. We, we've <laughs> never discussed that. Ever. And no. I've discussed it with Reese, who's really good friends with you, who I dated yeah. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, shout outs. And... You know, like everyone's comfortable with it, but we've yeah. never discussed it because it's a bit like, Ooh. but I know, if I had okay. known, if you'd said to me, oh, <laughs> H2O? All right, no. yeah, did you know that that's me on H2O? I might have just flown back Jamie, from LA. Really? And just gone, let's fucking do this. Let's start playing the H2O this. card on Raya. Oh, and play it. <laughs> <laughs> but I should have just grabbed this, a Google screenshot and just added it to the yeah, carousel. Yeah, you should have, yeah. So yeah. sad that didn't, you know, that that's a whole sliding doors moment. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Um, Do you ever think about that when we when we hang out? Are you like, I wonder if she's ever going to mention that we matched on Raya? I did early on. Yeah. But, um, but then uh, it just forgot. It, not anymore. No. no yeah, no, a- I don't really think about it anymore. But I did. it just came up. When we bumped into you in Silver Lake. Yeah. Thought about it then. Reese and I were at the farmer's market oh, and we bumped into yeah, you guys yeah, and we walked it. away and I went, Reese, I think I matched with that guy on Raya. Yeah. And oh. he was like, no shit. And he was like, he looks just like me, but a brunette. And I was yeah. like, yep. <laughs> got a type. <laughs> Guess yeah. I got a type. <laughs> that was so funny because we had only been, we'd only just landed off from the airport. 
and we saw you guys within like two seconds. We were trying to find a coffee. Yeah, I know. That was really crazy, wasn't it? We're trying to, we're just going to have some breakfast or something. Yeah. Classic LA moment. Then we run like into 7 you guys. AM. Yeah. Reese is holding a big bunch of flowers. You're both, you're both dressed like crazy pop stars. Well, yeah. you were. Reese wasn't. Reese was dressed like a, you know, Reece just the boxing gym or something. Holding more. The big pop he, he dresses better now, and I got to say, I, I did you, that. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think he looks great, and I'm sure you did. I did. I was very, uh, I was very vocal about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just bought gifts. I was like, oh, I got you this T-shirt. You should yeah, okay. wear it. One of, um, <laughs> one of my exes, um, shout outs, who, um, we, you know, we're together for a while and we're really good friends now. She changed my style. And was when we broke up, I went back to, to You me. reverted. You hit I reverted revert. back like instantly <laughs> and I've never felt better. Just going to mm, say. Good on you. Yeah. Yeah, you fully did. Do you yeah. think it's important to, um, like, could you, could either of you guys date someone who you thought was really, like, gorgeous and um, interesting and everything, but they didn't have a good sense of fashion? <laughs> to your taste, to your yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. It's all very subjective. Yeah. Could, do you reckon you could, you could date someone or do you feel like you have to enjoy the way they sort of, like, dress and present? I'm going to throw my boyfriend under the bus and say oh that when we met. Are you sure? Because <laughs> I'm not, not editing this pod. <laughs> I don't give a shit. He all knows right, it all. Yeah. I reckon three weeks in, I was like, you're really into this. He was like, yep. And I was like, cool. I'm going to tell you, I hate the shirts that you've been wearing. <laughs> I was like, I hate them. And he was like. Oh shit! I, you know, I've been wearing those shirts for like every date we've been on. I was like, yeah, fucking no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else about the way he dresses was fine, but there were a couple of shirts that I couldn't, I just well, couldn't handle. Well, shirts, yeah, button ups or VB shirts or something. Like vintage sort of floral numbers, you know. Oh, oh okay. Oh, Some people Paisley can pull them or off. Big flowers. Like little flowers, like seventies style. Yeah. But I think that, like, you know, they weren't even bad, but there was something about it that just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And I had to get it off my chest if, it, if yeah. things were going to work out. Yep. Fair enough. And so what was his response? Was it like, well, you, you take me um, Paisley Flowers uh, and, and all or, <laughs> or I'm fucking... He did rebel for a while, yeah. Those yeah. shirts came out quite a bit for a little while, but I yeah. knew it was temporary. I knew they would end up <laughs> being hidden. I was like, you're making a stand, but you give a shit. They're going to end up hidden at the back of your closet. Yeah. And they did. I haven't seen them in many months. So, you know, Kay. I think I am shallow, but I'm also happy to be shallow. I'm interested, mm. though, like whether it is actually shallow. I guess it is shallow, but like... Is there, su- is there some way that we can make it less shallow? Like some way of explaining it that you can make it less shallow. Like you want to, I don't know, be excited by or inspired by or attracted to really, right? Like if, mm. if, if you're not attracted to the way um, someone presents, then yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, just I, find think, it interesting. I think there's a way to do it. But I also think... Um, it's funny because I think that if someone said it to me, and this is so fucked of me to say, if someone said it to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah. be like, each to their own. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're someone who pays attention to, like, 
fashion and brands and all that kind of stuff, you know, I am, and you, you know I what's up and pop culture and shit. I think that I believe that about myself, but I also know there are so many times when I've gotten something and been really happy about it and people have been like, it looks great on you, you know, mm. oh, yeah. and that comment, <laughs> you can pull it off because yeah. you're a nut bar, but mm. yeah. I would never ever in my wildest dreams wear that and that. Yeah, but that makes sense because you do wear, you wear like loud, loud, weird pieces often. I do, yes. Yeah. So, and not everyone does that. Mm. No. So, yeah, I'm not sure though. Like I feel like some people like the way I dress, but I'm sure there are things that I've worn that my my partner's probably like, Jesus Christ, like yeah. mm. pick your audience. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd put 250K on that bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is probably a safer bet than crypto right now, which I know we're – Oh, all yeah. probably freaking out about. So mm. why not? Nah, I don't pay yeah. attention. No. <laughs> well, don't, because we're no. all broke. <laughs> great, great. Um, fuck, that is funny. Um, I, you know, Reese's. I really like Reese's style, and maybe you had something to do with it. But I think it's really like, it's like, the gym hang, hangs into it. You know, like yeah, he's like a gym punk. Kind of, yeah, and then he's there's always some weird sort of like vintage t-shirt that's got like holes in it and shit and then like usually some kind of hat i don't know if he didn't you know he just gave me a shirt maybe you know this shirt it's um he's like oh dude i've got this shirt um (laughs) dude i'll lend it to you it says moss on it imagine that imagine you wearing that that. says moss just says it right across it and then he goes and there's an 18 in the top left hand corner which is the date of my birthday i'll lend it to you that is so him to be like, this is a sign. Yeah. This means that we yeah. were supposed to be best friends forever. He yeah. lent it to me. I know that T-shirt. You know the one? And it's really, it's not my regular style. Have you worn it? I've I'm worn it a couple of times. Oh, I wore it to great. the airport to go to the Gold Coast and I felt fucking great in it. Oh, I wore it around the Gold Coast. Like it's a good, sh- it's it's not me, but I, it felt it right when I put it on. Yeah. yeah. Wearing it to the airport is a bit like being like, yeah, I love that t-shirt. I wear it to bed every night. Mm. I, you know what? Completely disagree. I think the place that I want to look my, my most dressed up or cool is always the airport, hands down. Really? Because you want people to be like, who's he? Where's he going? I just love it. I just think it's a glam place, the airport. Mm. It can be. That's true. I've had some pretty good airport moments, but mm. I feel like my airport moments are like, like I know this is going to work out this way when I go to LA. I'm going to be, it's going to be like a 30 degree day and I'm going to be wearing like motocross pants and a big puffer jacket and huge platforms because they're the three things that are too heavy and big to go in my suitcase. Oh, yeah. And it gets cold on the plane, don't forget. It does. Mm. But I always get held up because I always have to wear my biggest shoes and then they always think I'm hiding drugs in the <laughs> platform. Oh. So they always take them off and try and look for little doorways and shit in them, mm. which frustrates me. Yeah. But also I'm looking around like, yeah, look at me. I got the big <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Who's she? Where's she going? <laughs> yeah. I always try to think about where I would hide drugs in my like suitcase or on my person or whatever, if I was ever going to take him overseas, it'd be so scary, hey? Oh, my God. And you don't know what shows up. Like, say, okay, so say that you put a bunch of, like, um, eckies in, like, wrapped them in plastic and chucked them in your sunscreen or something like that or your fucking toothpaste or whatever. It's, it's like, 
are they going to show up as little lumps when they get scanned? Yeah. They will. You know, That's the they thing. They will, won't they? Yeah, it'll go through the plastic and the liquid, but maybe you can wrap them in like a something that's scan proof. But can they detect that, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking about it at the moment because um, I've turned into, wasn't this person, but the pandemic's turned, like made me many things. And now I'm like a vitamin addict. I oh, have... Yeah. I, I just moved out of my house. I have three boxes of like dumb supplements and shit. That, really? Yeah, because I developed I eczema during the pandemic. Yeah, okay. And I've been trying to work out. I think you know this because when we shot that video, I wanted to wear sunglasses so that you yeah. couldn't see my eczema. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I have like three boxes and I'm like, am I going to be held up? Is every single bottle going to be analysed for whether I've just stuffed a bunch of shit full of Eckies? Fully. Um, if you have a lot, and then the other part of me is like, should I? Like, everything's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. I know the, I answer not. the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> Do not. Can you imagine it? Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Um, has, no. Have the vitamins helped with the eczema? No, nothing's helped, and I reckon I've spent two and a half grand on supplements. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that sucks. Have you done the celery juice diet? Yeah, see, this is the saddest, well, not the saddest thing. I think the eczema existing is probably the saddest bit. But I bought like a really like bougie yeah. cold-pressed juicer yeah. and then couldn't, even though that was like 600 bucks, every day I just couldn't justify buying like $5 worth of salary every day and I ended it's, up not doing it. Yeah, it's so much. It's You have to like, like, where do you store a week's worth of celery? Do you know what I mean? If you're putting exactly. a bunch in every day, it's where do crazy. You? Well, living in a share house too, you just you can't justify you can't. to your housemates taking it's, up that much fridge space. You have to live in your room, yeah. You probably have to chop it up and put it in some containers. Like buckets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you can't make it the night before. You have to make it fresh in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I wake up, it's like the first thing I think is coffee. And if I don't get it within like 10 minutes, it's like my day is ruined. Mm, so yeah. making celery juice every morning, just I kept breaking it. I just yeah, kept having coffee first, to. and but you I should can, do it because I do complain about my eczema a lot. And you like, can get um, cold pressed celery juice delivered. Can you? Cost a shitload, but yeah, it sounds they'll, like it's they'll expensive. deliver you like two weeks worth at once. Keep it in your fridge. Well, that's it. The theory is you can't have it like that. It has to be freshly pressed. Cold pressed is not no. Yeah, okay. not you have to cold press. And you have to drink it Instantly. within an hour of yeah. it being okay. cold pressed. But they say like within ten minutes is best, which also is like fucks. Like who's making these rules? Yeah, I don't really yeah. know. Because the vitamins fly away. Oh, the whole <laughs> thing is very they confusing. Evaporate. They come out the top. They yeah, bubble they out the top of the drink. Off, off they go. Yeah. yeah, off to help someone else. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows what eczema is. I think it's all just bullshit, and people are just coming up with all these odd ideas. Surely celery juice works at any time of the day, not first thing in the morning and organic yeah. and cold press. You can yeah. get into some real fucking wormholes trying to solve things on Google, hey? Like so many people have so many opinions. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's insane. Someone told me to put my own piss on it. Oh, really? I didn't do it. But mm. I think I've done Sounds so like many ridiculous prank. things. Piss is free. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I try it? Yeah, That's true. That's but true. Fuck. Yeah. I feel like it just got like a weird thing about eczema is it also just goes away when it chooses to as well. Like depending on the yeah. climate, like it might go away in LA. Yeah, it might. And as soon as it goes away, you're analyzing the last two weeks of your life trying yeah. to work out what happened. What did I change? Yeah. And it's, everything. It's, it's never anything. 
I don't know. I, I used not- to get it between my thighs and behind my knees when I was a kid. Oh, fucking sucked. It's so bad. Then between it just your went thighs away. sucks. Oh, That's like fully. the most unsexy spot yeah. to get eczema in the world. Apart from probably directly on your face, which is me. Yeah. Get your pants off, just spread your legs and just peels apart this big fucking, looks like a pepperoni pizza okay. of eczema. Okay. I stopped on, <laughs> I mean, the apps, the apps were never my thing. Like I, I think dating apps are weird. But I was on the apps for a little while and I stopped because I felt like I was catfishing people because I'd have these photos of me online and then they'd Mm. meet me and I'd have this disintegrating face. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't put my eczema pics up. Yeah. So, I'd had to stop. That's so good. Um, Have you you worked out a place to stay yet? Staying at my friend Rob's house for the first month. You've probably met Rob. Rob Zombie? Short, bearded, extremely gay man. Uh, okay. Different um, role, American. Different yeah. Writing yep. a show with Reese and, and Zach, I think. Okay. Oh, cool. Cool um, person. I'm staying in their house for a month and then nice. I, who knows? I'll be anyone's one. charity case. Echo Park or? Mm. Silver Lake, just oh, to really sick. ham up the Australian nice. in LA yeah. thing again. Near Sunset? Near Sunset. That's good. Oh, man. You know what? I'm really, I'm. Uh, I'm envious. I think that you gotta sounds. Come over. Which so, part of Sunset oh, are you near? Like, give me a landmark. I'm going to be right near the farmers market where we bumped into oh, each oh, other. Oh God! Primo, Primo yeah. spot. Primo like, spot. Just the best spot. Yeah. I know. And an Erewhon has opened in Silver Lake. What's that? Which everyone, it's this bougie ass supermarket that does oh. like, like a salad bar and shit, and sounds it's where expensive. all the celebrities sort of eat and. Everyone in Silver Lake's like pretending they're annoyed about it. Like that's what gentrified yeah, Silver Lake, which yeah. is oh just ridiculous. God. I'm it's, just so excited. I'm like, fuck off, guys. We know this is an expensive place to live. Like, yeah, you yeah. just everyone wants everything deconstructed and in a bowl. Like that's what everyone wants, and they're lying about it. Yeah. Mm. So I'm happy. I'm that good. Is, that is exciting. And are you? What are you going to do when you get there? You got any plans? Work-wise, are you going to just hang out, catch up with friends? Catch up with friends. I'll probably, like, masturbate and cry at the same time for, like, yeah. a week. Mm. Yeah. And you know, then you can do I that do on the plane over. Yeah. I could. <laughs> I've always wanted, like, I love the idea, especially of people with penises for some reason, like, crying <laughs> and masturbating at the same time. I think it's, uh, it's, like, the most pathetic thing you can do in the world. And Fully. I'd love to make, if it wasn't so problematic, it would be great to have a music video of... Of people crying and masturbating. <laughs> Fully. Mm. So you know, every, everyone t- always talks about, not always, but you know, you always hear about that, um, or it, like you see it in memes or whatever about people masturbating and then feeling like shame. Uh, yeah. D- directly after. Yeah. I, I don't experience that. I don't really know what that whole meme is about. I feel so accomplished when I masturbate because I never do it. So when I do, I'm like, yes, I'm a real person. Because everyone's always telling me off. They're like, you got to masturbate every day. And Jesus. I never do. I get bored. I get bored. I can't concentrate on sexy things. <laughs> I'm like, I've got an email to write. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think it's the most accomplished thing I could do as a there human. So, I've never, yeah. It's like, whatever. I don't, I don't understand the whole like crying after doing it thing. I just don't. No. I've, never, I've never laughed at that joke because I don't inherently understand it. It's like, mm. why do you feel so bad? after doing that yeah maybe it's 
people who have a lot of sort of body shame or are just <laughs> yeah. extremely repressed. It's, but I, yeah, it's I that, don't know. Um, depression humor or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's hilarious, which is mean because it's obviously not, but there's something so good about it. I'm just like, yeah, I just think a sobby Naz is like as funny as you get. Really? Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, if you feel so accomplished and great when you do it, maybe you can find a way to have tears of joy. Could have tears of joy. <laughs> and then you can tick that box too. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. Maybe that's my next record because I've had a, a real sad record called Tear Tracks. The next one oh, could be Tears of Joy. It can be called I like Tears of Joy, yeah. Yeah. Tears of Joy is a good name too. It's pretty sick, isn't it? Yeah. Written. Thank you. Done. Written. Done. On the podcast. Do you like getting – I like sometimes when you have titles for things before you've actually started the work and it kind of guides the work in a certain way. Do you enjoy that? Yeah. I, I had the name Tear Tracks before um, – Did you? Yeah. There you oh, go. I had it. I had it like someone I'd written a song with someone that didn't end up going ahead, but there was a lyric in it, Tear Tracks on my pillow. And I was like, I like the name Tear Tracks. Mm. Yeah. And so then I wrote to it and it made writing really easy because I knew what the theme was and it oh, all yes. sort of just came together. Do you know um, Trent Reznor and one the producer that he works with for Nine Inch Nails, who I can't remember that person's name, but said that a really essential part to their songwriting process is um, when they start working on an idea, they might have a little beat or whatever um, sequence going or something. And until they can picture the scene, it's near impossible to write lyrics to it. So they'll work out where the music is happening. Is it happening in some fucking barn on a farm Mm. at nighttime or something like that? And once they can see that image, the lyrics come a lot easier and, I really relate to that, but they put it into words that I couldn't have put it into. You know, it's like once you see that yeah. or feel that visceral sort of like world or you get a sing- singular image or so it's on the beach or whatever it might be, like the lyrics kind of come from there. I totally agree with that. I reckon I have a music video essentially written before the song's written mm. in terms of what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel like videos come first for me. Wow, that's, that's handy. Yeah, that's cool. Which is why I wish I was loaded and every album could have a video. Mm, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that totally makes sense. I don't. I feel like people who are like, you know, I have a feeling and then I, I have this notebook and I write lyrics in it and then I, they sort of come to life. I'm like, I never do that. Me neither. Ever. Me neither. Can't. Have tried, can't. No, and also sometimes I come up with the meaning after like someone's like i love this lyric and like definitely obviously it means this and i'm like yep that's yep. what it means 100 <laughs> percent. i think oftentimes it's it's like that you write a song and you don't even know what the fuck it's about but you trust because you know that like mm. whatever sounds you were making at the time were like coming from a genuine place mm. and then later on that sort of crystallizes over time and you can see this sort of bigger picture and meaning and stuff in it yeah interviews really serve me well in when people come up with their own symbolism for the mm. songs. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, maybe, sure. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I totally had that in mind. I'm that, yeah. I'm that intelligent that I had this full symbolism in mind as I wrote these really simplistic lyrics. Have you ever wanted to be the person who travels around with a tiny little notebook and there's just like fucking 
stuff written over every page and you keep it in your pocket and you pull it out whenever you're on a bus? I have. And I've actually really pushed that for myself. Like I have so many notebooks of that. Yeah. But I never go back to them. Those mm, notebooks right. just get chucked. I right. don't even keep them. And I'm never like, there's gold in this. They just <laughs> yeah. sort of get chucked. And so I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also have so many voice memos that I never look over when oh, I'm writing yeah. music of melodies and stuff that I'm like, this is I the one. I never look at, yeah, 100%, Me right? Either. It's like two in the morning and you go, one, two. I started counting into those because I could. I realized when I li- did listen back to them, you could never find oh, where yeah. the fucking one was. Oh, yeah, that's two. a good. Three, four. (laughs) (laughs) That's never the way. It never works out that way. Also, someone, I feel like someone else always comes up with like which bit the chorus is. Like I'll often write a track and I'll send it to like Marcus is a good help for me. Yeah. Our mate that we spoke about on the last pod. And he'll be like, the verse is definitely the chorus and the chorus sucks and you got to cut it. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Dean always does that as well. Actually, the producer I work with on Mossy is always like refers to the chorus as the verse, and the verse as the chorus. Always does that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I do that with you though as well. So maybe it's you. Oh, you do. Yeah. It's, but look, it probably is. Yeah. I think what it says is that like my choruses are nowhere near as good as I think they are. Oh, <laughs> your verses are fucking strong. Yeah. yeah, my verses are strong. You know what? I think it's important to have a good verse though. Yeah. You know those songs that you like you hear on. You hear and you're like 40 seconds in and then the chorus drops and you're like, oh, it's this song. But you're like, what was that verse? It was fucking yeah. nothing. Mm. Now, I reckon this song we're w- working on, the verse is so fucking strong. The, oh, yeah. The, the pressure of going through it, I reckon that's why I didn't write it for a long time. Like you hit me up about that fucking like a year ago mm. and I was like, yes, this rules. And then I was trying to write the second verse and I was like, that first verse is just strong what, oh. what am i gonna do with second verse mm. <laughs> that's cool it's good we're having a it's- writing sesh tomorrow todd oh sick we still on for that martha fuck yeah my house right, working on that song yeah yeah nice. i'm so- glad to grab you before you go overseas because it'll be nice to try and get something happening yeah with that song. and your is music is doing well there is a chorus and the chorus is great. I really no, like the chorus. I, yeah, I like the chorus too. Mm. Sick. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's going to be really Maybe fun. this pod can come out with, you know, you can, there can be little bits of that song woven in in the editing. Oh. Yeah. Do a little, giving you ideas now. But, yeah. Thank you. you know, it's good promo. Little teaser. I'm working on a bunch of collabs at the moment for what I want to be the second Mossy album. Like a handful, five or so. And, oh, fuck um, you. I'm not working on any. How'd you do that? Just fucking I, made songs and sent them. Sent them out on email. On, on a whim too. Like when I I'm, sent that song to you, it was on a whim. I was like, fuck, this would be sick for Martha. And then I sent it, you know? Yeah. I never, I used to do that. And then I always wake up like really embarrassed and I regret it. But I think 100. that's often that my demos are all, way rougher than yours. My demos are like complete shit when I first write them. And I think they're genius. You know, I listen to them for like a week. And mm. then I come back six months later and I'm like, I cannot believe I sent that out. That mm. is so rough. When you're working on demos, do you like, do you try to just get all your ideas down quickly and, and care less about sort of EQing and fucking trying to get everything sounding properly? Now, that's where I struggle. I start EQing and, and producing it way too quickly and then the song gets lost. 
And also, oh, okay. you know, when you first write a song and you find a melody you love, you're obsessed with it. So then whatever you do with it production-wise sounds great. And then you listen back a while. Well, for me, I then listen back a while later and I'm like, that production is bullshit. The EQing is all off. Everything about it is terrible. Mm. Um, but at the time, just because I've got a melody I'm obsessed with, I think it's genius. So I send it out way too soon. Yeah, it's yeah, It's like this yeah. half-baked sort of. Yeah. It's like when you eat the mixture of a cake and you're like, this mixture is sick. So you, I, I give people like this mixture that tastes good and they're like, cool, but like what the totally, fuck is the cake going to taste like? But wouldn't you say that with like collaborations and because I understand exactly what you're saying and I've done it so many times too, sent out literal pieces of junk uh, encoded in MP3 to people. But when you're collaborating, it's also like, well, they are a part of the creation of this so they get they do get this this look behind and they get to see it kind of from its yeah know, that's true. starting point i have a couple of people who i think can really hear the gems within what i do and are really willing to work that way like eve yeah. rothman who i work with in la i can send him like voice memos and he'll be like oh this is sick let's work on it but mm. sometimes I think I send it to like quite big producers who are like, mm. what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A while ago, my manager was sending a bunch of shit to Mark Ronson because he was looking for ballads. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should work on this. And I sent him like a folder of crap. And I'm like, I hope I never meet that guy. I hope <laughs> I never meet him. Yeah. <laughs> Because I get yeah. too excited and I need to do things quickly instead of being like, yeah, give me a couple of weeks and I'll have something to send him. I'm like, send him this now. Yeah. I think it, look, I reckon that has, I reckon that has merit in it. And because I, I feel like I'm trying to be more like that, to be honest, because I've been so guarded with my uh, music for so long that I'm like, I'm trying to like open it up and like share it with people early on. And, and because it, it, it I, I think collaborating in general on music is a strange, a, it, like a pretty strange thing because, there's there's a lot of inherent trust involved and there's also like room for it to go wrong and both parties need to be like good at not taking it personally or whatever, you know? So, like yeah. that's probably what put me off in the past. It's like I'd be scared to send someone something, A, in case they hated what I've done, but B, in case I hate what they do back to it. Mm. And then it's like, yeah. what do you do from that, you know? like, But I think it's just about like jumping in there and getting your hands dirty and just working it out, isn't it? That's what's kind of exciting it about it. I felt a bit like that with the remix I did of Unfazed. Like, you know, that is a very uh, – I feel like that remix goes in so many directions and that's the type of thing I love to do. Like, yeah. my goal is to have a song and people are like, that song changes genre like six times because mm. I feel like there are a couple of like Blackpink songs, like a lot of like K-pop do it where you're mm. like, they want to engage every single market in one song. <laughs> um, but I do it a lot. And I remember I sent you that and I was like, I wonder if he's going to listen to this and be like, did she just vomit on this track and then like send it through? And you yeah. really take a risk of people being like, this is sick. Or people being like, she didn't workshop this. She did yeah, not workshop this. And I'm yeah, like, I did. Scary. I swear I did. Mm. I think it sounded, I love that. I think it sounded fantastic. And I think you did a really Great job. I'm a big oh, fan thanks. of all, all your production and writing. I think it's really special. Well, I got to say that song does go down well in a DJ set. It's a yeah. People get confused and then excited by that track. I saw you DJ it at um, the Coalesce party at uh, Melbourne yeah. Music Week. Yeah. 
I was looking for you when I played that track. I also play um, Shade all the time. Yeah, sick. Love like that. Like essentially every single DJ set. No, it always goes down well. That's mad. Big fan. Big fan over here. Huge I was at fan. the Australian Open and um, with my mum and my brother and we walked past the music stage and it was like this afternoon, Banoffee, but that, that you didn't end up doing that. Is that right? Yeah, I was a fucking close contact. Oh, it was like my, no. It was my... It was the worst. It was my only show for the year and it was also like quite a well-paying show. Mm. And I, I was like, shit, I need to invoice my housemate for five grand because <laughs> now yeah. I can't play this show. That's Fuck. fucked. It, those, I remember like a few years ago, before, you know, um, that the Australian Open shows were like pretty good get. That was like you'd always see people getting those those shows when you're living up in Sydney, coming down to Melbourne for them and going, yeah. yeah, that's a nice one. That's paying yeah. well. It's a good gig. Yeah. I know. And I also have always been desperate to play the Open because I thought it was a lull that, like, the song that everyone knows is about not liking tennis. And I knew yeah, that that fully. was – I knew that that song was going to be the one that, like, the only song that people would know. Were you going to DJ the fuck like, out of that? I was. I wasn't even doing it. It was a live so set. Oh, it was live? It was a fucking live set. Oh, dude, and I didn't know. That's crazy. I know. I was, I was sad about it. It would have been a great time to sort of troll tennis at the tennis, mm. but yeah. Oh, it didn't work out that way, guys. It didn't work yeah. out. Yeah, I feel like this. The sets at the Australian Open used to always be like Jet headlining one night, and then like you know, just kind of the also, the next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, and then you've got like the preachers headlining the other one, and it's just oh, always yeah. like that kind of. Yeah, like play it safe to the tennis crowd, but good to see they're changing things up a bit. Totally. Mm. Well, to be honest, I don't think they will another year. I think it was my only shot because of COVID. They were really sort of reaching. You know, they couldn't mm, get right. anyone, so I no, got called. Come on, they would have like, called us is... if that was the case. Yeah. Why that... didn't they call you? It would have been great to have a punk set in there. They weren't reaching far enough. Yeah. And wait, mm. am I wrong to say that you guys have just been playing some shows? Uh, no. um, yes, you are yeah. right. Or, yeah. or, or you have some coming up. We don't know. I think <laughs> you're just <laughs> wrong on all fronts, yeah. I you're swear you wrong. announced some shows. No. You've announced some shows on the Instagram. I'm not lying. I had an Instagram for weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you know we got we got hacked, Martha? Our Instagram got hacked and deleted ha- and we got it back. Hacked and deleted. But oh, we got it fuck. back. Thank fuck. With so all your you followers intact? Put yeah. two-factor authentication on Instagram if you don't have it. You put it on. I do don't. It. Do it do as it. soon as we get off this call. Honestly, I do will. it. Yeah. I will. Shit. It is not It's not a good, good feeling. There's actually, there's, you know, there's actually um, a uh, in- Instagram thing happening at the moment uh, where hackers are doing it to for crypto passwords. They're hacking Instagram to steal yeah. crypto. Yeah. And um, someone from Junkie actually um, called me on the phone two days ago because it was like, heard your Instagram got hacked. We're doing a story. Do you mind if I call you? I said, no, go for it. And they called and then chatted for about five minutes and she realized that it wasn't the same like crypto scammers and was like, I'm so sorry. I've wasted your time. We're talking about very oh, no. specific Instagram oh. hackers. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was so shit. Got fished. Got yeah, fished, got fished through an email, like change Fuck. your password. Someone's trying to log in. I changed the password yeah. with one, one eye open. I was half asleep and an hour later, our Instagram was gone. Mm. 
So Oh shit. Okay, so that's the type of thing that I do all the time. Yeah. Like I get those emails and I You go off oh, trying right. to log in, yeah. Okay. So yeah, and so if you've got two factor it'll help a lot. And then yeah. also Never have the same passwords for different same accounts. Oh I know God. that's something that everyone does, including myself. Yeah, but I do I've, only got, I've only got one password yeah. for everything. So what they can do is steal your password off a small site that's not as secure as like something big. And then yeah. they got your email and your password and then they go into the biggest well, yeah. yeah, I have to change them all now because I've just said on live to air that I have one <laughs> password for every fucking account. <laughs> <laughs> it's really obvious too. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Oh, don't. Stop yeah. it. Everyone Ten- always sees fan, my password and they're mark. like, seriously? I'm like, mm. I don't know. Who the fuck would want to hack me? But there you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Just tear tracks. PSA for exclamation everyone. Exclamation mark. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I love yeah. rest. Oh, too far. <laughs> <laughs> Change that one. Yeah. Poor Reese. He's always on this podcast whenever we chat. Yeah. He's he's a he's a celebrity. He's the only celebrity we know, I guess. Mm. Yeah, totally. He's a big celebrity, isn't he? Um, Huge. Do you think like I I I'm we were so hopeful that we would get our Instagram account back because it honestly felt like in this day and age they'd just stolen like the keys to our career. Yeah, I would have felt like we were semi-retired if we had to start an Instagram <laughs> I know, from scratch I know, again. dude. I'd be like, all right, we'll probably get 1,500 fans in a few weeks and that would like follow us and it would stay like that for ages. Yes. And so we may as well be semi-retired at that point. Honestly, it yeah. feels like a home base, which I, which I, I really like hate. And I know yeah. that Instagram has nothing to do with anything of value, but- mm. It feels like a home landing base for most yeah, artists, right? It is. Being tracked I into it is. being the only way to communicate with people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, like when you go to book a tour, I don't know if you guys do this and it's shit, but, you know, at our level, people are always like, you have to have a su- like a support act who's actually going to sell tickets because you suck yeah. and you're not going to sell them all. Yeah. So you're always looking at like <laughs> how much of a following everyone has. It is what you go to. I don't go to Spotify listens. Sometimes I do, but like most of the time I'm looking at like what their social yeah. base is like. And Which like still isn't always the correct measure. No, it's not. A lot of people I know who have huge followings then have like tiny streamings, which is mm. what my managers told me about me. <laughs> and I don't even have a big following. He's like, your Instagram numbers are okay. Your streaming's bullshit. I'm yeah. like, all right, I get it. Mm. Mm. I think I have people who still follow me from like back in first EP days who've just forgotten to unfollow. Yeah, I swear we've got that as well. Like a bunch of Phoebe Tonkin stands from TikTok. I have so many like Charlie XCX fans who like started following me when I was in her band and now think that I'm some sort of gateway in, but they're slowly realising. So the followers are going down and down as they realise I'm no access to anyone. Yes. It's crazy how... (laughs) <laughs> I I, went, I experienced this once a long time ago um, with like before Instagram um, with Facebook and Twitter when I was playing this band Dangerous Shutter when we did this tour overseas with this band that had heaps of young fans like they were teenagers basically and I've never seen how much like getting on like how much being on a certain type of tour with a certain type of band and a certain type of fans can just boost your your followers 
Oh, like, yeah. Because like, you do tours with other bands and like nothing really changes on your Instagram, you know? Yeah. Um, like if you tour with the Foo Fighters, I reckon no, close to nothing would change. Nothing would happen. But if yeah. you tour with, um, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, someone. Someone with like a cult following. Yeah, exactly. Vibe. Yeah, where people yeah. are like keen and interested in music and it's all new to them. Yeah. They're going to, you're yeah. going to pick up so much. Mm. It's really true. And it's funny because like. I feel like I come across the people I like in music so passively. It's never from like seeing someone live and being like, oh, I have to Shazam this and look it up and then mm. follow them. I feel like that's never the way it happens. It's like some random song comes up and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Mm. I don't even know how I find my music, but I think the shittest thing, something I want to improve about myself is I'm not a dedicated music fan in terms of like, like going out to shows and finding people and doing it mm. that way. I'm like never at gigs anymore. Yeah. I'm finding people on these weird sort of playlists or yeah, yeah. Um, just because someone who I respect is like, you should listen to this person. Yeah. I, 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 I know you. I got to get back mean. in the field. Do you? I got to get back in the field. You, you, you want to get back? I want to get back. <laughs> I want to get back. Are you go I should be at shows, shows every night of the week. You, you're going yeah. to head down to the, um, what's it called? Zebulon while you're there? I will head down to Zebulon. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I think that's what's good about America. People are like very actively involved. Yeah. People who aren't even in the music scene, you know, they'll go to gigs like three or four times a week. And I'm mm. like, I don't do that. I'm at home like watching a boxing match or like yeah. doing something completely unrelated to the arts, which is actually really boring and potentially why I don't have another record written yet. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I've gotten I mean, jaded, all right? The pandemic happened. I'm fucking jaded. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. It's, it's hard to go to shows bloody at the moment. pandemic. There's A, it is not many of them, and B, it's strange. I even thought about that on the way to this podcast, and by the way, well, I mean on the ways, and I went and got a coffee before I got on the phone. Right. Um, <laughs> But I was like, I remember last time, the first 10 minutes was you, like, um, talking about my outfit. <laughs> and I oh, was like, yeah. I haven't check. gotten out of my pyjamas in, like, a year. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's really washed up now. She's in a <laughs> What's the Buzz t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Walking, you know, it's all I'm, gone down the drain. I love that shirt. I reckon it's stylish. I think you're yeah, great. Yeah, me too. I think you've got Well, thank I you. I did. Um, like, glasses and shirt combo is really cool. I, would I got guess a good story about this hat. Okay. It's not actually a very good story, but it's the story of all shit man ever. Okay. As I bought this hat in Sydney and I was having a really bad day and I went into this, sometimes when I'm sad, most of the time when I'm sad, I shop. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I want to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the shopping centre, down to High Point, yeah. <laughs> I was crying in the change room and the shop assistant came by to see how I was going and saw that I was crying and asked if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I've just had a bad day. And then he was like, you don't want to go out for a drink later, do you? Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Opportunism. It just made me cry even harder. Yeah. And I was like, I just put my, I was like, no. Like, he started talking. I was like, please, no, 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 no. Like, get out of my life. And Bro. it was this moment where I was like, 
What has happened Come to on, the dating dude. scene? This is what Hinge does to people. It really this is, this is what I want to say to this guy, people. bro, bro, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> wrong timing. And then, and no. then I came out, no. and he was like, "Well, I know, I know. This is also probably the wrong question, but can I have a photo of you for the shop's Instagram?" And so there's a photo of me on this shop's Instagram. I don't even know what the shop's called. But I, I was wearing makeup, so I have, like, these tear tracks down my face, like these mascara tracks, and I'm standing there, like, sort of okay dressed, sort of sobbing into the camera. And I was just oh like, oh, my God. What has the world come to? Mm. But that's being a woman in Australia, guys. He fucking mm. just, he's like a, he's just like a picture of opportun, opportunism. But well, also potentially really. what the pandemic what? has done to the dating scene. You're like, I got to get what I can get, and if is it's oh yeah, is that an if opportunity? This- if someone's crying, is that what do you mean? Well, he's he's seen it like that. He's like going, oh this, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could Stunt. be the male savior for this you. pathetic this is what woman yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Let then also like, drunk. hang on, can I also like, <laughs> can I also borrow you for our Instagram? Yeah, he's yeah. like, you're not, you're not in the zone to even know what your boundaries are right now. So I'm yeah. going to ask for anything I can get. Yeah, totally. And I gave it to him. I did the photo because I was I'm like, in- I don't know what to do here. I'm imagining <laughs> this all going down in Chadston. Is that correct? Yeah. Were you down in a big shopping oh, centre? I wish. A- no, I was in like a vintage shop um, yeah. in Sydney, oh, oh, like Crown on Street. Crown Street. Oh, I was on Crown it. Street. Yeah, yeah, I was on Sydney. Crown Street. Hole in one. It was, uh, and then he asked me because I he'd said, "I what are you doing in Sydney?" I said, "I was playing a show," and he said, "Are you famous?" <laughs> As he took the photo, I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, this is horrible!" I was like, "I don't want to go on a date with you, and I'm not fucking famous." What a question! <laughs> Imagine, like, that's the worst question. Are you famous? Yes. Like, yeah. what are you going to say? Imagine if you're to like, that? I'm huge. That's such I'm an uncomfortable massive. answer. Like, you've got to just say no, even if you are, or if you say yes, it's Well, weird. it's that it's that phenomenon. It's like that. Um, are you famous? It's that Duh. thing where people are trying to insult you or put you in, like, in a way, you know what I mean? Like, I've experienced similar questions from fans of our band and stuff. We've talked about it before, where oh, yeah. they ask you questions where, like, you're basically being made to. No matter how you answer, you're going to look like yeah, a yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah, that's what that question is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it about, is. How, how's the one, um, they're like, are you guys in a band? You know, when you're like, oh, no, no, this is it. You guys look like you're in a band. When you go oh, to yeah, order like that a pie or something from the bakery. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's always like as well, just to make it even more awkward and like you, like being a shitty person when you answer, it's like you're with Two of two of you are in the same band together, and two of them aren't. Like two of the other friends aren't. So you have to go. Oh yeah, well we are. Yeah. <laughs> but these guys aren't. In They're the band. just nobodies. Yeah. They're nobodies. It's but we could be something. Situation. Yeah. Don't yeah. ever ask that question. It's so presumptuous and stupid. I think essentially what it means, like whenever someone asks me that, I'm like. It's because I'm wearing something interesting, but I look like I haven't showered and I probably haven't showered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know. I look like I haven't slept. Thank you very much. I yes. am in a band because mm. I don't have a job. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so true. funny. Also, I'm not in a band, so I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, are you famous is the correct question mm. in that. Regard. Maybe I'll just start saying yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty famous. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, I am. Yeah, I got this um, 
The funniest story that pops to mind of this sort of thing is uh, in my very first band, um, we were definitely not famous and we'd never experienced any sort of like being recognised or anything like that before. Mm. And very early on in this, um, we're, we're in Adelaide, right? And very early on, we got some like interest from a record label and they were flying us up to Sydney. <laughs> and we went to the, um, this is like the, you know, when you play your this first... This is an all-time story, by the way. You, you, I don't think you've ever told this on nah, podcast. I'll tell it on the Patreon afterwards, actually. It's a good one. Okay, yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon. We're going to do a... a pay- if, you, if you're not, we do bonus apps there every week and we're going to do another episode this afternoon. But essentially, mm. like, my first band was, like, um, back when Modular were huge, like, wanted, like, were sort of found us in Adelaide and then they flew us up to Sydney, the, like, the next weekend. And... Um, Which would have been, like, when you think about it at that time, like, Really hectic because that label was so killing it oh, at that time. It was incredible. They were. That was and you guys band. were so young. Yeah, so young. And just started our first band. And like yeah. the ba- two bands they signed after us were Lady Hawk and Tame Impala, which was like absolutely crazy. But um, anyway, this very early stage of this story, we rock up to Adelaide Airport with <laughs> like, you know, the first gig you're playing to stay, you think you're kind of cool. You know, yeah, you yes. just, yeah. You're like, I've got a guitar in the airport. I'm cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you buy a new pair of sunglasses for the trip? Um, I didn't. I didn't. But like, I had like a leather jacket on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we were like checked in, and then we're at the gate, like waiting to go on the plane. And this, this like really sweet family of like two like parents and like two kids come up to us and ask us for a photo. They just asked to get a photo with us, just assuming that you were really famous. famous. And it's just the most bizarre thing ever because they didn't like, there's no, we were unrecognizably, like we were no one, but they didn't even ask us like if we were like what our band was, you know, like are you Grinspoon or anything like that, you know, they were just like, can we get a photo with you? And they just got a photo with us and it was so weird, but so funny. That's so funny. I reckon that happens quite often. I've I've done a lot of airport photos where they don't say my name and I'm like, you fuck, you have no idea. You're just pulling this because I've got big shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> but you do it because it does make you feel a little bit good. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It's so, so pathetic, isn't it? Oh, I've got another oh. good story as well. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we played um, an I Know Leopard show in Indonesia a couple of years ago, when we landed in the airport, um, all these people kept getting photos with Grady, um, our like TM and sound engineer. No one wanted to get any photos with the band because he had like the coolest. <laughs> he had like an Oasis kind of like mod haircut, oh, oh, and it true. was me and Luke were just pissing ourselves about like how many people just kept coming up to him and getting photos with Grady. It was so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Just I, I, honestly, being at the airport still at, uh, after all these years of like touring and all that kind of stuff, I would say I still feel uh, part of me feels really cool and a part of me feels like a complete loser. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's literally it's simultaneous, like they, they run parallel to each other. Mm. Yeah. I feel like a loser because I also think like after now going on tour with a couple of people who are actually famous, I'm like none of them carry their own gear. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know straight away me like passing so all true. my shit along. I'm like, of course I'm nobody. You think that like any of these people carry all their shit through? 
And mm. I've always got like so many suitcases and everything's going to oversize, but I can't yeah. make it in one trip and I don't want to pay yeah. the $5 for the trolley. So I'm doing yeah. like yeah. trips with everything. And I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> what is my life? <laughs> and that's, what, that's the thing where you see people like, that's why you feel like such a loser too because you'll see people just being really um, cheesy in the airports in bands. Like, and yes, they're, they're making exactly. you look bad because yes. they're carrying on. Like yep. they are cool because they're having a great time or they're drunk or whatever. Yeah. And it makes you look bad because you're also ca- carrying a guitar. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, no one there is thinking about that. The actual cool people are not even carrying their shit or they're just going straight to the lounge. They're in the lounge already. Yeah. Like yeah. They're, they're in not the lounge. Even, yeah. They're just going straight through the, yeah, check in. And they don't stand in lines either. No, they don't stand I'm in lines. I'm always in a line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been tainted. It's been tainted. It used to be really cool, though. I do yeah. remember that feeling. Well, that's something we've wanted to take the piss out of in our show for ages. Just the like lounge walking for me through is the still mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's lounge. fun. That's fun as. Um, I've only been in the lounge on a people's guest passes, but it's a huge moment, mm. especially oh, because moment. in the States, like if you go to the Qantas lounge, you get Promite and Vegemite, which is... Oh, so rare. That's cool. Yeah. That's the only exciting thing about the lounge for me, really, is that Pro might actually have way better, better packaging. They have love heart sachets. Did you know this? All right. Mm. I don't know shit about Promite. Yeah, I'm going to say it right now. Fuck Vegemite. <laughs> better. I'm a huge Vegemite fan. Like, I eat more Vegemite than anyone mm. I know. I campaigned to be the Vegemite voice yeah. for, like, nearly a year straight on the on Taylor Swift tour. Mm. I got fucking Charlie X to do Charlie XCX to do me a shout out. Like every, like even slightly clouty person I know did a mm. shout out for me on Instagram and tagged Vegemite, being like, "This is your girl." And they ignored it. They gave me fucking nothing, and then they asked me to write like a to do a cover of their theme song. Okay. And um, oh. I did it, and then they just posted G flips on their Instagram and not mine. And Are you kidding? I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> you got dogged. Also, my sister called them on my birthday and was like, look, my sister's birthday is today. She's on tour. She's been campaigning to be like, you know, a representative for so long. Like, can you at least just like give her an email? And so on my birthday, they sent me a rejection email oh. saying, hey, happy birthday. Thank you so much for all the love, but we're not looking for like another voice of Vegemite right now. Mm. And I was like, you know what? The voices of Vegemite you choose, Barty, the, you know, tennis player, she's great, but I doubt she eats Vegemite. Mm. I doubt she yeah. eats it. It's, she's, it, she's it's sick, full though. of yeast. It's full of yeast. She's a high performer. I doubt she eats yeast. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, but I, there's no bigger fan than me and they fucking let me down. So now That's a I'm, shame. I know, but then when I saw Promite's Love Heart sachets, <laughs> I was like, yeah. they they see me. I'm going over to Promite, yeah. even though I'll still buy Vegemite. Where are Promite uh, from? Australia. They're Australian oh, too. Promite's Australian? Yeah, and they oh. get none of the love that Vegemite does. They need a voice. Well, and so have you hit them up? I'm switching teams. Yeah, I was thinking of oh, once I go cool back to idea. LA, I'll switch teams. Sick. Because I'm, I'm done with chasing Vegemite. I feel like Fuck. they're just... They have no appreciation for like how much money I've spent on their product. And I had ideas. I had ideas of like mm. products for them. And I was like, I don't want to write them down because obviously they're worth a lot of money and we need to sign a contract. But I've yeah. got product ideas. I was like, I got 
I got pages. I, I, I feel as though like you would have really freshened up the face of Vegemite too. Like I would have. Brought and a my, bit of color. And my cover and- of the of the song was good too. It was like interesting and auto tuned and like had like heaps of harmonies and like this cool. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, she's just she's just <laughs> accidentally hung up. Yeah. But well. I think that's a great end that's to the podcast. That's a great end, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, about, it's, it's about time. Well, it's I was about time say we end the episode. I reckon Vegemite's so big, they don't need any extra ambassadors or advertising. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's massive. Yeah, probably fish. Probably doesn't have the amount of followers that they're looking for. Yeah, you know, like not, an, not, not an Ash Barty, but yeah. luckily she, she's gone from the call and we could actually have the <laughs> yeah, courage yeah, yeah. to sort of say that. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that the whole time, but now <laughs> I can finally say it to you while, while she's gone. <laughs> well, she's not around to defend yeah. herself. Um, a real funny just side note before we wrap it up is Frank was reminded me a while back of how Vegemite um, did uh, like a rebrand. At oh, some okay, point, yeah. and they had like a user-generated, like, or submitted, like, name change or something like that. Right. Or like another product that was a type of Vegemite, and it was called Ice Snack 2.0. Ice Snack 2.0. Yeah. 2.0. That's crazy, hey. That's something Frank would really yeah, find funny. Yeah. And Frank also found that um, I never, never forget how funny he thought those um, things at Hungry Jacks were squeezies. Was oh. it squeezies? Those little, what were they called? The little balls in the... Bursties. Oh, yeah, yeah. He thinks that's funny. <laughs> yeah, he thinks that's hilarious. Bursties. Oh, that's good. It's got a real 90s kid energy, yeah, Bursties. it does. I haven't tried that. I would. Um, yeah, iSnack 2.0 was an innovation where it was like cheese and Vegemite in the one dip. Oh, okay. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does sound good. I've never been a massive Vegemite fan myself. I I, it's okay. I like it, but I don't love it's it. It's all right. I eat it because it's like, what else am I going to put on my toast? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, should we wrap it up there? I'll tell the um, I'll tell the 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 um crazy my first band story on the Patreon. Fuck yeah! Looking all forward right. to it. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Mad. Well. Um. Thank you so much, Benoffi, for coming on the pod. We love you, and um. I will see all the you best tomorrow. With the move. All the best with the move, and then yeah, yeah, next next weekend, all the best. All right, what a great punk, all the best. What a great punk. All right, thanks, thanks, Ben Offie. Bye, bye. <laughs>